We would like to acknowledge and pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the land, the Wongol people of the Darug Nation, where we are recording this podcast. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islanders tuning into the podcast. Wait, what's this podcast called again? Mad Chatter. Hmm. One, two, three. Buongiorno, mi chiamo Madeline. I feel like I'm in Italy. <laughs> I just want to take over from Media Maddie. Um, so, sorry, in case you know by that incredible Italian uh, accent, this is Maddie Proud. Who would have thought it? And it's Maddie Turner here as well. And we're coming to you live from Melbourne because, as most of you would be very well aware, we are on the road. We've just come from the Sunshine Coast to Melbourne to play the Vixens on Saturday, which unfortunately meant that uh, Media Maddie cannot be with us. God rest her soul. She's probably the best Maddie out of this trio, too. I agree. And I now realise her nerves about trying to do the intro. There's a lot of pressure on kind of making <laughs> things happen. But luckily, she's still been heavily involved in this episode. She, as always, is the backbone of every episode. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it, but this is episode seven. <laughs> so somehow we made it there, halfway mark of the season almost. Uh, but we obviously didn't have an episode last week, which we are very, very sorry about. But we're making up for it. We really think we're making up for it. So, today's episode is going to be a little bit different. It is purely an interview, and that's because this interview had it all, and I don't think you need anything else. It's no quarters. (laughs) It's just one big wrapped up game that's pretty damn good if we say so ourselves. So, we've got a pretty good guest, um, and as always, we're going to give you three clues as to who the guest is, and then luckily, you won't have too long to wait, only a couple of seconds until we find out who it is. So, Media Maddie has sent in her clue, which is eyebrows. Ooh, I like it. I'm going to say cookies. And I am going to say physical beast. Oh, that, that's going to give it away. True. Okay, I'll give another one. Um, game changer. <laughs> <laughs> That'll also give it away. Okay, influencer. Influencer oh, is my beat, word. No one knows her as that. No one. <laughs> no one. So without further ado, enjoy the interview. We hope you like it. And as always, well, not as always, as promised, we will be back next week with an actual proper episode as well. All right. Our fifth and I don't know if I should say it, but maybe best guest. I actually feel a bit nervous about this one. This She's person. blushing. So it's a she. We've given <laughs> one clue away. It's a she. Um, I just want this person, you know, just... Oh, it makes us all a little bit nervous because, you know, we don't know her that well, but we just want to make sure that things, you know, go well in this interview. She's a bit, you know, above us. She's probably our most, um, you know, high profile guest that we've had so far. So some know her as a TikTok influencer. (laughs) Others know her as the game changer. (laughs) We know her as the physical beast. Um, You may remember her from such shows as Netflix and Chill um, and also the I Wrote a Book podcast. So if that that didn't give it away. And that chicks and chill point two. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what went wrong? High expectations. It is the one, the only Sophie Rose Garden. Oh, that's good. Um, I actually see in your show notes as well. <laughs> show notes. <laughs> that you've got Soph interview and people know that only my best friends call me Soph. So we must be good friends. And it's not Soph, it's Soph. With an F. Also, I've just had a notification come through. Brainy Akel's still in my DMs. <laughs> Actually, as a reminder, can everyone please just put their phones to do not disturb? Oh, that's such a good and idea. And Brainy Akel, stop interrupting. But before you get going, Soph, I think you need to just have a little bit of a disclaimer that you've mentioned to everybody here today, as in Turner and I that are both sitting in this room. You have a confession to make. Yes, I'm a fraud. 
I have not listened to an episode yet. Is that like I actually feel there's a lot to unpack here. Is it a jealousy thing? I think so. <laughs> is it? A, I think it's almost like you're doing it out of spite. I'm not, I'm not gonna beat around the bush. I think it's a spite and <laughs> jealousy thing. And like, I think the thing is, is well, you want it to be terrible. The podcast you want to be able to listen to it, and be like, that's embarrassing. But you're worried if you listen to it, you're actually gonna be like. They've got really uh, good. They've gotten good. <laughs> yeah, she approached us to be on this. Like, right, that's true. I got the calendar invite a couple of weeks ago. Her people contacted our people. I mean, I have been begging for ages, but no, I'm. I will listen to it. I promise. That's okay. That's okay. You'll also when you once you listen to it, then you'll also read Grace back on court, and then we can get the I read a book part two podcast I'm going. So excited about that. Yeah. I feel like, you know, we want to have a bit of fun with this interview, but we also want to really get oh, to I'm know so <laughs> I didn't agree to any fun. This is all just for your profile. This is painful. I'm not having fun. <laughs> We're paying Soph to be here today. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about who you are, where you've come from? <laughs> the journey. The girl from Cambelda. Tell us just a little bit about how Sophie got to where she is today. Wow. Um, I would be nowhere without one person, Maddie Proud. Um, <laughs> Well, okay, what do you want me to tell you about? So, you're born in Cambelda? Born in Cam- No, born in Kalgoorlie. Sorry, no Cam- hospital in, of course, Cambelda. Or traffic lights? Or traffic lights. Mm, I don't know if there's stop signs. There's two roundabout. Give way? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Give way, isn't that just like a given? <laughs> <laughs> stop signs, not so much. Um, yeah, grew up in Cambelda, which is like, for people that don't know, smack bang in the middle of like Perth, South Australian border. So what's like there? <laughs> we were destined to meet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, grew up then, to, like just playing sport and stuff, like footy, um, basketball, swimming. Did a bit of squash. You know, oh, if when I think Sophie Garpin, I don't automatically <laughs> think squash. I do now. <laughs> so we did squash. Do you remember tw- twenty eighteen? True, we did squash. squash. That was kind of like scary though. Yeah. Yeah. I left my Havana's there. They're still. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, do remember, that. <laughs> and I've never worn pair since. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was destined to be a squash. <laughs> um, nah, just playing mostly basketball. Actually, basketball is like the main way. I feel like in the country, basketball there's like more opportunities. Like you can do country cups or like play state basketball um, compared to like netball and stuff like that. Don't know what it's like now. Um, but then when I was thirteen, we moved to Perth. Just. You can't really live in Cambelda forever, although my mum lived there until she was 45. Shout out to Lynn. So shout out to Lynn G. Um, and then, yeah, went through, like, my netball pathways, like, just the stock standard, really. Um, and then was playing A&L and my... A&L MVP? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, we um, won the premiership. Pretty good year. Um, and then my, um, like, I was in waste. My waste coach, Michelle Wilkins, was like... Well, Fever kind of said, we don't have a spot for you because that one well, knew, oh, they... They have this play, they have another shooter there, don't they? They have some other shooter. She, I think she's okay. <laughs> <laughs> she also plays for Jamaica. Um, um, you might have heard of her. Colour um, break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and well, Fever were kind of like, oh, we don't really have a spot for you. And then Michelle Wilkins, who's, people probably know her. If you're a netty nerd, you'll know her. Um, she was my waist coach. And she was like, oh, they're getting some Jamaican shooter, I'm pretty sure. Like, keep your options open. Like, see what else is out there. Anyway, pretty much the easiest SSN contract there's ever been. She's, <laughs> she texts Anita Keelan, who was the assistant coach of the Anita. at the time. What a player manager. <laughs> Literally just says, hi, I've got a shooter. Maybe there was a bit more detail in it. But pretty much went, hi, I've got a shooter. Anita said, hi, we need a shooter. Send me their email. Literally in about, like, 
two back and forth, <laughs> I had a contract. Match made <laughs> no, there was a big thing that happened before that, before you oh, said yes. Oh, my God, actually, before I said yes. <laughs> They, they were like, oh, Maddie Proud's in the team. Like, Michelle was like, you know, about moving over there and stuff like that. I was just, she was just like saying yes to everything. I was a yes man. Did not think of anything like, oh, like maybe I'll miss my family. No, just <laughs> let's move to Sydney. And then they were like, oh, maybe you should call Maddie Proud because she's done the same thing the year previous, moving from Adelaide. It's not about Maddie. This podcast is about me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it really so is I called Maddie Proud. And I was a bit nervous. I'm like, like you know, I'm calling this you know big dog you know, real famous yeah, big dog. you know i've kind of like cold like cold call kind of thing anyway i called her <laughs> did like literally did not know you from a bar of soap other than when my first year i played under 21s you, it was in adelaide and like actually the week before kalia stanton got oh, injured and i was pretty much going like, i was going to play my four quarters <laughs> kalia stanton got injured like the week before because she was playing for wa as well and I, like, was the next shooter in. So I've played shooter pretty much every single game. We got absolutely, like, dominated by everyone. I remember, like, playing against, like, M. Mannix, Cristiano Manuel were there. You were baby so. Sarah Clow was there. Oh like, just God. literally, like, tore me a new one. Um, <laughs> any sort of confidence I had was gone. <laughs> but I remember the only thing I knew about Maddie Proud was she won the San Remo MVP and got the big basket of pasta. So that, this is all I know. Is Fun that. fact for you, when I went back to my family's house the other day in Adelaide, there is still the box of lasagna oh. that I got sitting in that cabinet not this open. Is, like, there's, like there's no shock on my face right now because you move like you move shortbread creams from houses. <laughs> like you don't go you go through your car like, oh these shortbread creams like you move them from like you put them in a box and move them to another house. No, but then you offer them and they're that stale. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, the even, no, even worse thing about that is you wouldn't even know if they were stale or not. Oh, they taste fine. <laughs> I love my shortbread cream, stale or not. Oh, anyway, I've called this girl who I thought I didn't know what was ahead of me. Like this phone call was the start of something really special. <laughs> anyway, I've called this girl, Maddie Proud. Um, and literally I reckon I said hello and did not speak for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> I, can, I can confirm that because yeah. I was there. I was overhearing this phone call and I'm pretty sure I didn't realise that Maddie's actually on the phone to someone else. And she was like, just talking to herself. <laughs> That's not yeah. something I don't do. But, like, didn't you have, like, what you had? You've dog you sitting. I was there. We were dog sitting. We were about to go into Vivid, I actually yeah. think. She had a champagne we in hand. Sitting on the balcony. had a couple oh of champagnes. It was off-season, friends guys. You were drinking yeah, champagne. Yeah, of course. It was a paint. And, you know, my tongue's quite loose at the best of times, let alone after, you know, one champagne. Please do not cut that out. <laughs> this can, this, I'm not giving you permission to post this unless that's a part of this. This is a G-rated podcast. <laughs> anyway, so we came to this with. Anyway, I've come to this with, had the worst four years of my life and thought, get me out of here. <laughs> and then cue you being in Melbourne right Can now. Cue being in Melbourne, living my best life. <sighs> Uh, I think you forgot about your biggest claim to fame. My biggest claim to fame? Yeah. Back in that little country town. Oh, Oh, when I won the art. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I'm not even joking. Like, they, that, till till this day, sorry for people that don't know, which will be no one because everyone will know this. (laughs) I actually, in year seven, I won the Shire of Kalgoorlie art competition. (laughs) And so the winner of this competition is awarded, like, one, you're a freaking, you're an art genius. You're, like, literally the next Picasso if you decide to take that route, which I didn't. Um, but you, your painting um, goes up on a banner through the whole Shire of Cal, um, Coolgardie, which is, like, Cambelda, Coolgardie. <laughs> <laughs> 
the entire shire. The entire Massive. shire. Cool population of 35 people. <laughs> anyway, hey, 35 more than any new <laughs> one. That is very true. And so, actually, till this day, it's hanging up in the rec centre Kendalda. <laughs> and if it's not, no one tell me. <laughs> I need to put a challenge out to Alice. Surely there we've got one listener that in lives the in the shire of... Kulgardi, that can get us a photo, or maybe Linny G or Glenny yeah. G out there. If you're listening, can you please get us this content and we will uh, give it to the I people can, I, reckon I, I, want, I reckon I can find some, because I, I remember when Mara and all, like, Dad was back there, they took a photo of it, like, and showed me it was still there. Or maybe even Mum, I don't know, but I'll try and find it, but that's actually hilarious. The hilarious thing is, is, like, I've done the painting, but, like, really it was my art teacher that did it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, did you name Vicky Parashada? Um, it was a guy. And Sorry, was, that's very sexist. That was very sexist of you. Um, and he was actually our French teacher as well. <laughs> oh, so bon. I can't remember Not his many teachers name. in the Shire. And he was, like, he was French. Or, no, he wasn't French. He was from somewhere that speaks French. Like Canada? French, Canadian, no. Quebec? No. New Caledonia? Kind of, but no. <laughs> mm. yeah. We'll find Important out. details. Anyway, moving on. Um, I feel like sort of a little bit of backtracking, but your family is quite the sporting family and I feel like we're sitting in a house that's got two bedrooms in it. One belongs to Sophie Garbin, the other belongs to the most famous Garbin that we know. Not Marin. Marin's <laughs> I just feel like we have to talk about your family dynamic because you've got a very interesting family. We love Marin, we love your parents. But Darcy, obviously our oh, you don't sister. Love her? <laughs> but Darcy, I love the most. And she paved the way for I guess the sporting career. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah she did I actually think Lynn was the paving of the sporting career. Mum was like the most athletic. Like she won every single thing in like primary school, high school. She was very wow. athletic. If she had had like the same opportunities as us, like she would have been really good. Wow. But just did it because she stayed in Campbell until she was 45. Uh-huh. <laughs> Poor thing. <laughs> anyway. But, was yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, Darcy, I guess she did pave the way a little bit um, with her basketball. And that's pretty much like the reason we moved to Perth was like for her basketball and stuff like that. She actually was at the same time as you, I think. You've had a bit of a crossover. We had a bit of a crossover. Basketball we probably, hated the netball. We hated each other. We all liked the same boys. We all liked the volleyball as Darcy and I were probably fighting over the same boys at some point. Probably, but um, Darcy hasn't kissed a boy until she was like 20. So. <laughs> she still hasn't kissed a boy. She still hasn't kissed a boy. It's a boy. G-grade, G-grade. But so for those listening, Darcy <laughs> plays NBL, oh. WNBL for the Perth Lynx. Yes, yes, yes. So she, yeah, so she was at the AS same time as you, and then she came home and played for the Perth Lynx. Well, I think they were the Waves at that time. What a name, Wave. Mm. Um, and then they changed the Lynx because they like aligned with the Wildcats. Um, but she actually moved to Townsville, played in Townsville for like five years. And that was, like, kind of what helped me go to Sydney because I was like, oh, Darcy's done it. She's gone to Queensland, Townsville. Sydney's a little bit different to Townsville, True. just a little. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so she really um, paved the way for me, didn't she? And she's in the Opals squad? Yeah, she's in the Opals, yes. Yeah, so like you don't want to give your sisters any Opals. raps here. Well, I mean, what do you want to know about her? Isn't this podcast about me? <laughs> that's, that's about Darcy. No, you about Darcy. To, but no, I will get you guys tickets to the... Well, she will. I actually spoke about it. The girls want to come. Of course like, we do. Yeah, we have like signs and everything. <laughs> I'll hold you. I think it's pretty cool that you've got like two garbans. You've got one in like the opals and one in the diamonds. Like that's pretty cool. It's a lot of gemstones. <laughs> 
<laughs> she gave you a crystal as well, didn't she? <laughs> she did actually. Thank you, Nancy. Now, Maren's living a pretty, you know, eccentric life in Alaska. Yeah, no, Maren. I feel like Maren's the most exciting one of us all um, and probably will make the most money. That's what Dad used to be like because Maren used to get like, it was like obviously me and Darcy were like, you know, the stars. superstars or whatever. <laughs> and like everyone's just like, oh, you're superstars because you play sport. But like, Really, like, Byron's probably going to be the best off in the long run because, one, he's not a woman playing sport. (laughs) (laughs) And, two, he's a man and he's, like, working. Like, now he's, like, doing amazing stuff, like, working overseas, which, like, obviously Darcy can do, but I can't really do at the moment. So good for him and he's going to be earning a lot of money and he's going to be set up for life. I, on the other hand, are going to have to marry Rich, (laughs) which I'm not mad about. (laughs) I'm not mad about it. That's so fun. That is so fun. Um, with the basketball though, you obviously played basketball for a long time. What made yes, you? Yes, I'm really good at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> so you couldn't be professional in either. But what made you choose netball? So I thought this is a common thing, and also probably for young girls listening at home. How do you make that decision? Because I know like a Cody Langy had to do the same thing. She was a state basketballer. Sarah. She netball. Sarah Clow. There's a lot that had to make the decision. What made you choose netball? And do you regret it? Oh, <laughs> I'm waiting um, to see a layup. One, I think there's like, maybe, I don't think the basketball pathway is as, uh, I don't know, because like, well, I was saying in the country, like, there's so much more opportunity with yeah. basketball. But I, well, for me personally, it was, I was training basketball and netball, like I was doing what like most of your city listeners would do is like reps, mm. for, like um, netball. And then I was doing basketball, like it's called wobble. So like, just like the local, not local league. It's like wobble. Yeah. <laughs> Western Australian basketball league. So just like the state league, mm. but it was like juniors. And so like training was at the same time and like the basketball team wasn't very good. I didn't really have many friends on it. So like I would, it was like two hours. So I'd go the first hour, I'd do it, go and train basketball and it was in the same stadium. And then I'd literally run across to another court and train yeah. the other half for like netball. <laughs> and then the basketball team, hopefully none of these people listen, wasn't very good. I'd be impressed and, that um, the podcast has gone that far. And, yeah. And <laughs> even if you ask Myron and Darcy, I was like not the best because I was actually still short in like my, oh. until I was about probably 14, I didn't like start to overtake everyone else. So I actually wasn't that skillful like at basketball. Like I was okay. Wasn't that good, but I was the best on the team, like one of the best on the team. And the coach was like, oh, if you don't come to all of training, then, like, you're going to sit on the bench. And I was like, well, I've got more friends in netball and I'll just go play netball instead. So that was my deciding factor because they kind of like, well, you have to choose. And I was like, yeah, more friends in netball and I was having more fun. So I did that. But actually, there was a massive turning point. I went to, like, um, trial for, like, the reps team um, and I was like, I'm not going to make it because I hadn't really played much netball. Like, they were doing roles and, like, as in, like, I had only – I'd never played for, like, a club or mm. an association or anything like that. Like, in Cambelda, you literally, like, put your name down. My <laughs> mum ran the association. <laughs> and you get put into a team and you call yourself whatever colour bibs you've got <laughs> that week. And you just play, like, a round-robin competition. Like, it's not competitive. Like, you play every single position. Mm. You, like, when I went there, like, what do you play? And I was, like, shooter, defence, like, whatever. Like, I'll play. I didn't really care. And then – so, like, when I went to this reps, like – 
trials I was in like it was still the big squad and they were doing rolls and front cuts and I had like no idea and like I just remember feeling like the biggest pleb because I had no idea <laughs> how and old then, were you then 13 because when we first moved to Perth and so I was like oh, I just can't wait to get cut from this team so I can just go back and play basketball and then that's when they used to like read out the names like traumatizing traumatizing in alphabetical order literally traumatizing <laughs> And they'd like read out the names and they read out my name and I was like expecting to get cut and I made the final team and I was like, what the hell? And then even just like through all the trainings up until the competition, I was still like, I'm the worst person. Like I'm literally <laughs> the worst player in this team. And I ended up being actually okay. And I, so literally if I had got cut from that team, you would not be playing netball. Wow. So Who shout out to that coach, the yeah. picture. Took a little gamble, the little girl from Kimbelda. Yeah. Here so you are. Here I am. Otherwise, we wouldn't have got to know you. Oh, which would or have been your cookies. Yes. Oh, yeah. uh, we need to get to the cooking mm. stuff later. But I feel like just one, I feel like we can have a couple more minutes on the netball and okay. the series stuff. <laughs> but I guess we sort of talked about like the transition going, like moving to Sydney. You sort of said that you didn't really prepare for it. Like you just said yes and then it probably didn't hit you until you're leaving. Because obviously, Cambelda to Rockingham is already a pretty big change, but then Rockingham to Sydney is worlds apart. How did you find it when you first got to Sydney? Like what sort of transition was that like for you? Yeah, so when, like, with the contract obviously happened, like, really quick, and I was like, I'm willing to move anywhere for a contract. Like, I put, like, my little resume out to, like, anyone. Like, Michelle was like, do this, and you know how you, like, do all that stuff with your, like... This one didn't have to. She was 16. Yeah, she was too good. Anyway, again, (laughs) podcast is about me. (laughs) Um, So I was just like, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Like, I'll do this, do that. It'll be fine. Anyway, like, obviously, like, minimum wage is, like, not much. Mm. And I mean, not that I was on the minimum wage. I was on the big box. (laughs) Um, and I'm just like, yeah, I'll just move to Sydney, like, move with, like, my boyfriend at the time. Shout out to Ryan. <laughs> Love you, Ryan. <laughs> and did Bryce sign you or... No, Rob. Robbie, um, Robbie Wright signed me. Um, didn't, literally didn't even speak to him, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I actually don't think I spoke to him. It was more Anita that did most of it. Um, yeah, just like, yes, yes, yes. And then it pro- I literally did not cry at all. Like, not that I... Well, I actually am a cryer. But, like... Literally, not until we got to the airport and my mum was crying and, like, my friends came. Like, Jess Anstis was there. Love you, Jess. We could get Jess on the body. Okay, again, about um and i was just like oh and then i was like kind of like sad at the airport and i was like oh maybe i'll cry cry at the airport saying goodbye and then i got to sydney and i was like okay what have i done and yeah i literally got there and i was like all right and then pretty much cried every night for like the first week and then like obviously it probably wasn't until the first game, like our first game, when I like debuted, mum was there and, st- and it was just like, we won, it was so good. Can and we just talk about the debut for a second? <laughs> That's like, I, I don't want to pump your up too much, but it's iconic. Like, if you search best debuts of all time, I'm pretty sure it comes up with Sophie Garvin. And what, you came on for how many minutes and got MVP? We won the game, yeah, it, was, it was like huge. Threw, yeah. Against guys. That, isn't that like, when we did the pylon at the end of the game as yeah, well? Yeah, like so we excited. won the grand yeah. final. Yeah. But like literally that iconic moment. Game. It's actually iconic as well, and Laura Gats doesn't listen to this, but like she always has nice things to say about me on commentary now, so I feel like that like... Because you gave her a bar. I mean, that happened. Like she always like, Sophie Garvin's so strong. And I'm just like, oh, thanks guys. Because she, like, no she, she had no answers. She had no answers. Fangirling over Laura Gats, so um, that's fine. But and actually, like, have my like little plot that you get from the Swiss, like you get your bib, and it's like a photo of me and Laura Gats. So I just think that's like that is pretty cool that I've got that. So yeah, literally after that, I was like, oh, it's all worth it. Like I literally had like it was just so like oh Sydney is like I didn't really love it when I first moved mm. there, 
and then just like being away from family but that debut and like once you're playing and that stuff I'm like oh it's all worth it it's way meant to be we actually were talking about this the other day because we were uh, talking about when we first met Bryony and I was saying that my first meeting with Bryony was in Nelson when we went there to play <laughs> in this like so for those home, this year it was 20 the end of 2017 yeah. so mm-hmm. before Sophie actually even come to the Swifts they played this competition which I think was a great idea it was like between all different sort of teams from Australia and New Zealand there was some from Scotland that came over some from England and we went over and played some of us as like an Trinidad N-Swiss team. Trinidad, yeah, they were. Sam was there. Sam Walsh was there. She came and played there. And so we, we, we'd we already played a season with Sam back yes. then, but not Sophie. Mm-hmm. But so they brought like a few of us from the Swifts that weren't in Diamonds and were like, yeah, still quite a bit. They didn't yeah, want us to have an off-season yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but they brought, and then there was like, a, there was like um, Amy Parmenter before she had a Giants contract. There were a few young, Lozzie Moore played in it. And then because you were about to come and play for the Swifts, they got you to come over and play that. But no one knew that you were playing for the Swifts yet, did they? No, they like announced it while I was over there so you've come over to play with us and then all of a sudden they're like what is going on with this girl from WA yeah it was very awkward but like everyone kind of knew yeah and we're saying the only thing we remember that from that trip is you watching Bates, Bates Motel the whole time yeah because I literally was like didn't really know anyone and yeah but even full She's circle of that, girl, like, yeah. it's funny that then that happened. So Robin, um, Rob Wright and Julie Fisher were there as well, but Bryony was sort of the one that was almost kind of the head coach. Yeah, so Bryony was, she was the, the head coach, coach, and then Julie and Rob were, like, assistant Sisters. coaches. And I remember that, and I was, I thought Bryony hated me. Yes. And I, I think it was because, like, I think there was, like, because it was, like, Chrissy Bryce, Georgia Marshall, she was a Giants training partner We're trying to remember time. who was there. That makes sense, yeah. And for Kedig was the other, yeah. the other shooter. And so, like, Julie kind of looked after the attack and, and Bryony was kind of like middies. And then I think Rob was defenders. And I felt like Bryony and Julie were, like, just, like, best friends. And they, like, hated me. I was, like, <laughs> playing for the Swifts. And I was like, oh, like, just didn't think Bryony liked me. And I was like, I remember when, like, they told us that uh, Carolyn Campbell called and said yeah. Rob's leaving right around. And then a few weeks later or whatever, she calls and uh, she says we get the email or whatever it is saying this is the day you'll find out what the coach is and Carolyn called us all and I was actually in the gym with the Fever SNC because Fever like trained me right up until I left that was great and so I was training with like Liam who's still at SNC now and I just remember saying in the gym to him oh, I, I just have this feeling that's going to be Bryony April and I don't think she likes me. Like, and I was just like, and I just didn't want it to be her. I was like, I don't think she likes me. And all I was thinking is like, it's going to be Bryony. I'm going to go over there on this one-year contract Then I'm going to be coming straight home. Like, I'm just like, that's it. Like, and then literally I was driving home from the gym and Carolyn Campbell calls me. I actually pulled over. I'm not allowed to do this now, but I pulled over, answered the phone and she said it was Bryony Akel. And then the next day they announced it and Liam, the SNC coach, messaged me be like, better get it in a good book. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's the best thing ever. I'm so glad. I was, was gonna Bryony. say you definitely got it in a good book. She definitely got oh, it in a good book. Oh yes. Too good. Oh, Too good. Stop it. Stop it. No, it was really sad when you left. I was gonna say, like, I think Bryony probably was hurt the most. Yeah. I'm just I testing out to see if she actually listened to the podcast. <laughs> she 100% was. She was very upset. She, she, was... she literally messaged me like, miss you still. <laughs> and you guys still do talk though. Like I thought you still got such a good relationship. Yeah, I called her on, but just be- like the, just before round one, I was like, okay, I'm just calling you and like to say good luck because we can't be friends after this. <laughs> but no, oh, she often slides into my DMs. Yeah, like she just did before. Um, and then just probably to round out the netball stuff, netball stuff because we don't need to talk about this for long. And then you move to Collingwood, <laughs> and then that's the end. 
RIP surfing. No, but uh, you've obviously flourished in Melbourne. We know that Melbourne surf's got a nice ring to it. Um, did you find, I guess probably the transition going, you'd already moved once. So did you find it an easier transitioning into Melbourne and how are you finding life at the pies? <laughs> Such a big city gal now. Big city gal. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like the move was quite smooth. I mean, I'm pretty lucky that, like, I can live in my parents' apartment at the moment. Um, so that was quite smooth. Um, and, like, the transition in terms of, like, Swifts to Magpies, like, the trainings are very, like, similar in terms of, like, we'll do our... <laughs> Sorry, what's Bill? We'll do I... our, like, weights and gym, like, morning. Oh, like, yeah, we train yeah, mornings yeah. and stuff like that. Or, like, like sometimes we'll do double days. Sometimes we'll just do gym. Sometimes we'll just do... Call. Like, it's not like we train, like, morning yes. afternoons and stuff like that. Like, the actual schedule's very similar. Um, and, like, same sort of feel in terms of, like, we have, like... Because we're part of, like the footy club like it's quite big like all the offices and stuff mm. but like admins all on one side but then we have like our little netball corner and we're kind of like shoved in the corner but it's a nice shopping <laughs> <laughs> like the coaches and stuff like that and like we've got like kate who's like a mum as well so mm. i feel like she kind of like is similar to brownie in that way and then richo and then even like our like, snc um howler like he's very funny he's We'll keep making jokes because, like, he's like the only boy in like the pro or boy <laughs> man <laughs> man in the program. He doesn't listen to this, so it's like, <laughs> but like we're saying it's gonna be funny because like, in five years' time, there's gonna be like this big like report um, about how a man in the um, netball program got um, ab- abused and harassed by all the women. Because like the other day, like he walked into his office um, and on because he's like our physio and SNC like head of high performance. He's like got his like laptop and he's giving like people treatment and like Jackie Newton and Molly are on his computer and are, like have got a photo of him and are like on like paint like putting lipstick like <laughs> and like drawing piggy towels and then set it as like his background on his laptop and like he just gets like harassed like we call him flower girl like, lavender boy because I don't even know what how the lavender thing started oh, I think it was like ice cream and we're like oh like how would have a lavender flavored ice cream and like he just gets harassed so much um so it's like yeah it's kind of like a good similar, like good family bands. feel yeah. so it's good okay, and you have your teen baby which is what you've been asking for oh my for God. A while. yeah well i've got a toddler louis louis is very cute but i'm not good when they start talking like i'm like <laughs> i find it hard to have like interaction with <laughs> like, I prefer you and young you. kids whereas franca oh my god she's the cutest <laughs> i love her so much oh, well that's enough about the magpies um <laughs> should we go it's just some of the fun questions yeah. now. We'll give you, you know, you can get out of the hot seat now and you can get into the fun seat. <laughs> but the cool the seat. Cool seat the I cool think thing. I want to leave this in between now. <laughs> this is the fun part. But no, I think we're just going to ask <laughs> this you. quirky mad leadership quality. We had the leadership qualities, now we're having quirky mads. Well, actually, that's fun. This is a funny comment because, Sophie, you knew net chicks, Maddie, and I oh, turned into a different person. Maddie. Yeah, what's, mad, what's podcast Maddie like? So just for context, tell everyone what net, um, net chicks Maddie was like. Net chicks Maddie was like... I don't even know what to compare it to. I don't think there's anything to compare it to. But she was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what she is? Netflix Maddie was Maddie after two offensive contacts. Yeah, that's true. I get very mad. I get very I, intense and I very... I got, like, three offensive contacts in the Fever game. I could not get out of my uh. head. If anyone's watched that timeout when Brian, she's like, Maddie, just let it go. And then she talks a bit. And then she goes, Maddie, just breathe. And she just... And a little more time. And then she goes, Maddie, relax. It's okay. I went to that place. <laughs> offensive contacts. I'm like, No. Lisa, no, no, no. Maddie no. turned this here. I'm like, like yes. yes. <laughs> no. What's podcast Maddie like? 
Podcast money, I feel like she still takes control, but mm. I feel like I need that because mm. I'm yeah, not I taking control. I don't think she took control in Netflix. <laughs> I think she was out of control. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good but point. But, like, not out of Like, just couldn't control herself. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I feel like because this is her third effort at something. That's true. <laughs> third time's a charm, they say. What was wrong with the second? Then she's 2.0. What went no, wrong? The, I wrote a book. Oh, actually, no, there was nothing wrong with that. Okay, that so was great. Fourth time to go viral. I she really she... wants this one to make yeah. it happen. So I feel like she's trying a bit more. A lot of effort. Hashtag make it happen. Hashtag um, make it happen. A lot of people have been asking about the I wrote a book 2.0. So that might have to happen. And look, I think it's, like, it's trending because even at games, we have people coming up being like, where is it this week? Yeah. Oh, the podcast. Where they never ask That's why we had to again. do this. Very demanding. Yeah. I, do. I, do. I sometimes feel like I put the weight of the world on my shoulders. <laughs> but yeah, they never ask for Netflix again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Into some fun questions. These are just a variety of, like, they're not any sort of, like, it's not like it's quick fire. It's not like it's this or that. It's like a mixture of everything. Just get to know Soph. Just get to know Soph on, like, a more, like, okay. fun, fun level. Um, we all know why it's fun. Tony, you kick things off. I've, I've done a lot of talking. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Important things. You're in Melbourne now. What's the best cafe? For coffee? Coffee and food. Okay. Well, food, I don't really know because, like, food's just, that's just too broad. You can't just say best mm. cafe. But you're food. going to one for the rest of your life. Which one are you going to? None. That's a stupid question. I'm not answering that. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to answer that question. Okay. But I will answer it this way. Coffee at Black Gold, which is on Lenox Street. Delicioso. So good. Although they have made the change from alternative, oh, what's my coffee order? Oat cat. <laughs> Favourite oat milk. Alternative oat milk. If you have minor figures at your cafe, get rid of it. <laughs> it is disgusting. It is literally like it the almond breeze, breeze of, of oat milk. It is disgusting. Get rid of it. Um, and so I get like so sorry. They've gone from alternative. They've gone to Oatly. Oatly's fine. We're happy with Oatly. But I like to go to Cheeky Monkeys. They do the best bacon egg rolls. I've told you about these. Yeah, bacon I've heard about them. They are so good. What do you go get one tomorrow morning or for lunch yeah, after training? Good. They're, They're so good. good. Anyway, so I'll go. So on recovery days, we often will go. I'll go drive to um because Kelsey lives in Richmond. I live like on the way to Richmond, so I'll like go stop get our coffees from Black Gold, and then she'll go to Cheeky Monkeys, order the bacon egg sandwiches, and then we'll sit outside and have our coffee and bacon egg sandwiches. I feel Do like you? Kelsey's getting the rough end of the do- deal because the bacon egg sandwich is more expensive than the yeah, coffee. Yeah, we go out for dinner all the time, True. so it just yeah, it, it just evens, evens out. out. It's, it's that's fine. A, that's sort of a good. good Not everyone's as stingy as you. <laughs> Ah, uh, you know, us authors, we don't get paid that much. You gotta make every dollar count. The thing is, cheeky monkey, they have alternative. Um, they have minor figures milk, so, so you we can't, can't get, get our coffee o- there. No. Yeah. Wow. But it still works out fine. Do you know what I love the most about that answer? Is the amount of commitment and effort you put into it. So thank you for that, Sophie. That's, the, that's what our listeners want. Your turn. Speaking of commitment and effort, this is going to take a lot of it. So some people, I feel like most people by now know that you are a huge Justin Bieber fan as well. That's yes. one thing that we share majorly in common. Yes. So I think, I think sometimes like people will forget how much of a fan you are though. Yes, because I'm not as flashy as you about That's it. true. You can actually just do it. Like to the point where we were messaging the other day about what our favourite JB era is. Actually, this is, cause this is a twofold question then. What is your favourite era of Justin Bieber? In terms of looks? Yes. <sighs> We were going to play a game at the end of this and do like, oh, Maddie was going to show us a photo and we had to guess what era, era. it was. But then because it's a podcast, people can't see it, oh, so it's not going to work. See. That photo. So we're looking at a photo of Justin Bieber with a beanie and I said that Justin Bieber in a beanie, I think with the longer hair, is my favourite Justin Bieber. 
Not that era. And then so- I think like kind of yeah, the longish hair. Like what did we say? I said. 20... My messages have deleted. Oh, okay. I don't know why. I literally... That's why I had to ask you again about what you were saying. Mm. Um, okay, I think, yeah, probably like the long... Like when he's got his tattoos, like long hair. In terms of looks? Yeah. That. And maybe now... I did like when he did the buzz cut. I yeah, I agree. Buzz cut. Was... Music-wise, too hard. Yeah. Way too hard. But obviously, like, you can't go past my, my world. world. Yeah. Like, you cannot go past my world. And obviously, like, his acoustic stuff from that, like, Never Let You Go acoustic, Favourite Girl acoustic. Like, Favourite Girl, people, if you listen to Favourite Girl, about eh. But if you listen to Favourite Girl acoustic. Live in Mexico City. <laughs> different song. Okay, with that. Is that a good top, answer? Yeah, it's a great answer. This is going to be harder. Top five Justin Bieber songs. I'm just favorite gonna, Girl acoustic. I'm going to expose Maddie because you didn't actually know a Justin Bieber song the other day in the gym. Oh. And everyone else in the team knew it except what song was it? It's like it was the To You, I think it was. You know, like the remix of David Guetta? Oh, yeah, but if it's like. See, same. No. And that's what the, I think what confused but me. But she had was, to ask the question, well, is this just a No, because I knew, obviously, you heard the voice. It's like, this is just a beat. I was like, but I don't know this song. And then I thought it was like a recent one because I thought it was she was playing. I thought the playlist it was playing was like a current hits one. And then I realised that it was from ages ago. And then I was like, doing oh, the I think music I now. Taylor Fraser's taken over from me. She's actually done very well. She's made her own artwork for the Spotify. And Taylor's now into better. country music as well, which is a great result for me. <laughs> <laughs> Are you music at Collingwood? Yeah, I've taken over. Good job. Do I follow that playlist? Yes, I do. <laughs> Wait, which one? Your game day one. I've got a few playlists that I'll send you through, though. Do you guys listen to songs I absolutely crush? Yeah. yeah. Fucking good playlist. Everyone loves Great that. Great playlist. Um, okay, top five Justin Bieber songs. Favourite girl, acoustic. Never let you go, acoustic. Stumped. I don't know. It's very hard. Like, it's, it's very hard. hard. Like, to be honest, this is Justin Bieber on Spotify. No. No, I agree. So, so bad. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, let me go to. Um, okay, let me go to most recent. Wait, let me go to. Oh, Confident? Yeah. Is that three? That's four. Okay. No, three. Oh, no. Favorite Girl, Never Let Me Go. Yeah, Confident. That's three. Oh, um. Up or that should be me. Oh, that should be me. Is that should be me holding your hand? I think that should be me. That should be me. Let me go to my world. You, you smile. Run away, love. Oh, oh my god. Run away, love. One hundred percent. Okay, I'm, I'm taking out. Um, I'm taking out. What did I say? That should be me. I'm taking out. That should be me. Run away, love, and bigger. Lo- yeah, I still great love choices. bigger. Great so, choices. Oh, I'm gonna listen to that. I'm loving that. Great, great answer, so I'm just going to do that because otherwise if I start thinking too much. I know, because then you go into like, as I am, then you go into like, in his um, Intentions album, the, when you come around me, see Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry, Matt's your turn. Right. <laughs> and um, he's checked out for the last five minutes. <laughs> sorry, I'm still here. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, what do you miss the most about living with us? And, and I'm going to flip it, what's yeah. the least? Yeah. Most and least. Okay. Well, I'll start off with the bad, least. Like, I just like having my own, like, because uh, you get, like, with our job, you get to spend all day yes. with everyone anyway. So everyone's like, are you getting lonely? I'm like, no, because I just get to come home and don't have to talk to anyone. Yeah, very true. At least most. Let's get to the most. <laughs> most. Oh, I think just, like, but again, I kind of still have it here because, yeah. like, we hang out so much. But, like, like we'd be like, oh, do you want to go out for dinner? On a Friday night, or like quickly go to sushi train, like you can easily, you don't have to worry about messaging people, organizing it, organizing stuff. Or you like, want to have a I'm, night in, you I'm can just stay. A night yeah. in, 
COVID was like, I was telling someone the other day, like COVID was the best because yeah. we didn't have to worry about like inviting someone over or how many people could you have at your house? Because like, we would just be like, okay, no one come over. <laughs> <laughs> We're the funnest ones anyway. Cards nights. Cards nights. Yeah. Pool nights. I'm so glad that the most list is longer than the that most. That is very true. Yeah. That makes me happy. Definitely just like the ease of like after a game, after a loss, yeah. after a win. Just have new girls. Just yeah, you guys, obviously. This might be a hard one. Actually, and the no aircon is obviously oh, on the... Yeah. Wait, yeah. have you guys got aircon yet? No. No. Any aircon companies run- out there want to sponsor us? <laughs> Wait, I thought you were getting them. They were, came around and like, did a quote for it, and then, funnily enough, we never heard back from them. Mm. We just like to rough it. Uh, likes to make us, you know, anyway, it's good we'll, after we'll training. next summer. Um, I don't, yeah, you might not better answer this as in, like, off the top of your head, but do you have any, like, well, actually, maybe we should just say what comes to the top of your head. Like, if you had to think about, like, memories with, like, Turner and myself. Memories. <laughs> do you have, like, one that stands out? Like, as in a Maddie Turner story or a Maddie Proud story? And we can just, tell a like, Garden story. Yeah, it's like, oh, we always tell people about this, or when I think of like is there anything that comes oh, to mind God. first while she's thinking do you have a sophie garden one that you would i do and i have had requests is it appropriate yes i've had requests to mention this story by who um our team manager danny mace is it after the 2019 <laughs> grand final <laughs> yes <laughs> oh so 2019 i don't know if you know but we won great <laughs> <laughs> um and obviously you celebrate and we like to celebrate hard I didn't know until oh, no, early. <laughs> so if you got put to bed nice and early, tucked in. Anyway, she well, first, well, I don't know which one happened first, but she decided to do a cartwheel. <laughs> <laughs> and so if you're doing a cartwheel, the best of times isn't good. And then she decided. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> she decided to after celebrating. Anyway. This cart was got a bit skewed and she's landed into the wall at the hotel, which is fine, except she put a hole through the wall. And the worst part is. They had the footage and showed the footage. <laughs> you have to pay for this because this is one of your players. They sent it. They sent but it. But the other story that came from this night is Sophie has managed to lose her phone without leaving the hotel. As in, it is still somewhere in the Novotel Brisbane. So if someone finds it... <laughs> Please return to a trap alone. Someone has it out there. It's in a poplar. We don't know where it is, but she did not leave the hotel, but she still lost it. Lost my phone. That was a great oh. time of my life. I was just trying to think of what my favourite story was and I actually was getting a bit stubbed because I don't think any of them were appropriate for this <laughs> podcast. But one of my favourite memories of Sophie, I think this just says so much about who we both are as people, is that we were at a friend's house, Shane Hadley, if you're listening, no relation to Paige Hadley, but Shane Hadley, we at his house and he was talking about the Bay Run. And if anyone knows <laughs> the Bay Run in Sydney, it's a seven kilometre loop. And actually, people, Maddie, it's a little bit <laughs> less than seven kilometres. Two kilometres. Technicalities. So it's a little bit less. So. And he was talking about how him and his daughter, they kept trying to have battles as to who, if any of them could finish it in under an hour. Walking. Walking. And no, not even like the slightest bit of a run, anything like that. He's in, but they still hadn't been able to do it. They'd got like one hour and one minute, one hour and two minutes, like had never been able to do it. Sophie and I, there was just one gaze across the room, looked at each other, locked eyes, nodded, and we said, it's on. <laughs> so I reckon it was the next, like, the next day. day. We had the next day off. But it was the next day. We have strapped on our sneakers and we have taken on the, <laughs> the Bay Run to the point where we've got our watches on, we're both setting our pace, both watches, trying to work out, okay, we knew the maths of what we had to walk each K at to the point where we'd be like, all right, power surge now. Like we would have to surge like 200 meters not running walking we didn't have any case we literally did not have a conversation not about the walking literally if anyone walked past us they would be like who are these psychopaths 
I, there's a reason why I did not get invited to that walk because Maddie's a dawdler, and we did it, and we got to the, our seven k's finished though. No, sorry, no, we, we got finished we finished the the lap, and then we're like, but we haven't hit seven k's yet, so we kept going, and we still nailed it. It was like something like fifty seven minutes, or something. It was like we had a couple of minutes to spare. Oh, I reckon it was like fifty. Like yeah, we, we killed it. We made the bay run our bitch. Anyway, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> there's literally like there's too many, and all of them inappropriate. Um... There's just mainly you. You've just done so much funny stuff. <laughs> She's like, pointing at Maddie Turner right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't have to. You well, don't have to do well this is maybe one of the more appropriate ones. Was um, when after like the 2019 grand final, because I obviously went to bed so early <laughs> at the um, awards night, we went out after. And I made Maddie Turner, Maddie Turner and Sarah Clow um, agreed well to do a coaching clinic in Byron Bay. Oh my god! The next day, just well, good human fires or floods yeah. or something happened there, and they for free. They've gone there, not getting paid, just out of the kindness of their own hearts. Anyway, everyone else probably went home, maybe like twelve o'clock, like. That's a reasonable time to go home on a night out. And especially if you're going to Byron Bay the next morning and have to be at the airport at like 7 o'clock. <laughs> I made Maddie Turner stay out with me. Literally, we sw- I'm pretty sure we swapped shoes because yeah. your feet were so soft. I thought I was leaving. You wouldn't let me. Literally, it was me, you, Ryan... Who else? Jen Silver. Who works at Netball New South Wales? Like there was only a few of us. I reckon, uh, what? I don't think you slept that night. I had an hour, I think. Literally, the lights turned on it, um, and we're allowed to talk about this because it was postseason. We just won, so it's fine. But literally made Maddie Turner stay out all night, and I was like, "You'll be fine. You'll be fine." Like, <laughs> was the one who didn't have to get out of bed. <laughs> literally, the next day, spent all day like on the couch watching movies, and Maddie's sending photos of her and Sarah at this. Club. I remember getting up to go to the toilet at like six a.m. the next morning, and I look at Maddie Turner, and she's just sitting on the edge of her bed, like staring into space, and I was like. Do you just need to go? Like, did you just... Yeah, it was a good time. But we did it. We committed. And I do not regret that night out. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was a good time. No, but I just I just think probably, like, the most recent, like, COVID times was we had so many fun nights just at our house, yeah. like, playing cars. Like, the night we sat in the pool until, like, 12 o'clock because it was so <laughs> hot. And so we just sat in the pool. Just, like, stuff like that. My birthday. So many nice Maren came. That was so fun. Uh, Maddie's fuzzies. knee birthday. Maddie's, that was oh, such actually, a fun Maddie's night. knee birthday was probably the highlight. That was very wholesome. So for the content size, it was a year since I'd done my ACL and I got home and the girls surprised me. So Maddie, Sarah and Sophie all surprised me on like Maddie Turner's little balcony with like a cheese platter and a bottle of champagne to celebrate. It was like a Wednesday night, but it was the middle of COVID. So we couldn't like, yeah, we didn't have training. We were training from home and that. And we sat up on this balcony and we just chatted for hours. We had a little concert up on the yeah, balcony. It was, so we, much awesome it was just a very wholesome it night. Was it was so very, nice. So nice. All right, I think I've got a couple of quick fire ones. Yes, then we'll because we've spent a long time then talking. We'll get, then we'll go to dinner, Sorry, guys. Yeah, we've got dinner. Um, all right, sewing or cooking? Cooking. Oh, interesting. Easier and just can consume pies or swans. Oh, I stumped her. You told me the answer to this earlier. Swans. There we go. Oh, it's on record. But if they're playing each other, I think I'd go for pies. Yeah, true. Fair, fair, fair. Like I love the Swannies because like we go to the game and stuff. But now I'm a mad pies supporter, guys. Go pies. Go pies. TikTok or Instagram. TikTok. Good choice. Five dinner party guests. 
Or used to. <laughs> Thanks. Wait, could it be famous yeah, people? Yeah, famous people? Anyone. I've got to ask an interview if this... Sorry, this is just a really side note. In an interview today, she was reflecting on the fact that I'd written something on my website saying, like, oh, that it was my... Like, I used to sign things when I was a kid. It's like my autograph when I'm famous. And she's like, so would you classify yourself as famous now? And it made me feel like... Do you think you're famous? Weird. No. Then I was like, no, I never would. But I was like, but what do you... At what point do you classify fame? We're like D grade. Yeah, so I guess I that reckon. is fame though, because it's a level of fame. Level. Sorry, continue. Um, wait. Well, like famous people, show do famous yeah. people. Yeah. Dead or, Dead or alive. alive. Dead or alive. Oh, okay. If you'd listened to the podcast, we've already answered. Who am I going to say first? Who am I going to say first? Justin Bieber. No. Who's my celebrity crush that I love? I've just had a mental blank. LeBron. Oh, LeBron, of course, I of course. I love him. Um, JB, Kim, Kardashian, yep. <laughs> I suppose Kim Jenner, <laughs> Kim Clistus. <laughs> um, Jesus, that's what he does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I'm having a bit of a blank. It's alright. We can do three. Good answers. Yeah, that's fine. We can come. We can be the other two. Yeah, you guys can come. Thanks. Appreciate that. All right. I reckon we just got a couple more. Who is your favourite AFL player? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Bapley. <laughs> there we have it, folks. You've heard it here first. <laughs> and I feel like we've got to finish measure on the food-related one. Oh. Death Row Meal. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Death Row Meal. This, is a, this was a popular technical But this is a quick fire. This is going to be a long this month. Is not so quick I can feel fire. it. I can, I can feel it. Oh, I need to take you guys to Rita's. They have the best potato pizza. So good. Potato mm. pizza with caramelised onion. Game changer. Okay. Actually, I'm going to ask Death Row Meal. One of the Death Row Meals is your cooking. The other ones you're just like... Cooking. Okay. Roast, if I'm cooking it. Okay. I would just have roast. Like, I, my entree would be like... I wouldn't have an entree. I'd just have like the roast and then apple crumble for dessert. Yeah, um, Okay, if someone else is cooking, I think like I've got to stick with the garlic pizza for a entree because mm. you can kind of get the best yeah, of both worlds. I think main. I think like a steak, like a really nice steak. Mm, you're like not going ro- Asian fusion. Oh. F- Can you stop swearing on the podcast? <laughs> Or Maddie Ibrahim, who's going to have to... Sorry, me and Maddie, I just revealed our identity. Um, who's going to have to edit this podcast is going to be... Okay, no, okay, I'm going... Asian, I think I go Asian Fusion. Just go Asian Fusion. Oh, the whole thing? Yeah, like... Everything. Oh, Everything. And then for dessert, I'd have ice cream. And that's, that was my other one was going to be this or that. Anita, or what's the one here called? Pop... Uh, Peter Pippo. I think I'd go Anita. I think yeah. Anita have, like, better, like, more creative yeah. kind of fun flavours. Peter Pippo is delicioso, though. Um, but, yeah, I think I'd go Asian Fusion. I wish everyone could see your hand gestures when you talk. They're really... <laughs> I think you probably have heard the tapping yeah, issues, Luke. Oh, sorry. Oh, on that note, like, though, that was a dig, yes. <laughs> you obviously haven't been in the podcast industry vlog. <laughs> My stomach is rumbling and I'm ready to go out for oh, this dinner. So, so It's Vietnamese, Asian fusion. Yum. We're going to New Quarter in Richmond. <laughs> so if anyone's listening, by the time you listen to this, we won't be there. <laughs> you can just sit on the seats that we sat on. So, so it's been an absolute... Privilege, an absolute pleasure. Thanks. I hope you don't have coronavirus because it's all over me now. <laughs> she wants the news, not the weather, <laughs> but she got them both. Um, honestly, really appreciate you taking the time. We love you. We miss you. Get a bit emotional. Um, thanks for being you. And we miss Sydney, so go the Swifts.
Go Pies. Just Ellie, thanks for having me. Just remember, perfect podcasts don't exist.